Welcome to the Phenomenal Career Podcast, the show where you hear the how, why and what it takes to build a phenomenal and fulfilling career that stands out. I'm your host, Just Jazz, career success coach and tea lover who believes you can do this work and more with a dose of reality, curiosity, challenge and intention to enable you to show up and go get the growth your career deserves. Okay, welcome to another episode of the Phenomenal Career Podcast. Today, I'm really excited to speak with our guest. Today, we have Charlotte Simonson. Hi, Charlotte. Hello, how are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. Can you introduce yourself to our listeners? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm Charlotte. I run um, a business called Witchin, where I sell prints, I have t-shirts, home decor, and my most recent product is my own, very own tarot deck. Um, but I also do graphic design, uh, freelance. Um, I recently worked in the music industry. Fortunately, uh, there's not a lot of music going around at the moment, but hoping mm. to get back into that again soon as well. That's amazing. It sounds like you do so many things and it all feels very connected by creativity um, and naturally like witching so tarot spirituality um tell me a little bit about your journey to witching and then we'll circle back into your journey as a graphic designer yeah absolutely so I started witching with a friend in 2018 um we wanted do you know what we just loved creating things and coming up with ideas and I already had a lot of designs um and I did actually have a shop a couple of years before that. And because of that, it added a lot of the building blocks that I needed to create this shop. So if it wasn't for the mm. first one, the second one wouldn't have happened. So that was very much part of the journey. Um, and yeah, me and my friend started it. She did um, split with me last year. It was, we had very different ideas of what we wanted from it. Mm. Was Because uh, I really wanted to, this to potentially be my, full-time job yeah Um, still very much my dream I'd love to do it full-time but I also have a lot of other dreams so (laughs) it's typical for a creative um it's very much about positivity I try to put um LGBTQ in there as well anything like inclusivity that I can do Mm. I try to put it in there as long as it makes sense um we can't talk about everything all the time because then it doesn't make sense yeah um but for the most part um a lot of it is mental health as well where I can without talking about it all the times I think people get tired of that don't they like they like mm. light-hearted things so I, I talk about light-hearted things and um I'm very open as well on my platforms where um if I have been going through something I might not go into detail but you know I'll mm. say hey I've been having um, some tough days today. I hope you guys are doing okay as well. Let's talk about it. Let's um, not forget that if you are going through things, you're not alone. Because I think if you just hide it, um, you can't. You forget that others actually go through the same things, mm-hmm. um, and that's why I talk about it on on my platforms. Yeah, and I think that that is so powerful because 
which in the store you have physical products that we can buy and have in our homes and gift to our friends. Um, but I love the fact that you still have a sense of authenticity in your community on your platforms, having that two way conversation, because I think quite often we take for granted um we take for granted how people can connect with not only what we put out in the world, but who we are as people and how important it is for them to see people going, actually, the other day I was scrolling through my feed and Charlotte was talking about something that I totally relate to. And, you know, that makes a difference. It makes a difference in their day. It makes a difference in your day because you just feel like you're not kind of, uh, how do I do it? It's kind of putting the, the shiny profile out there which is easy to do when you're running a brand because that's kind of what you're told to do. You're told to like have these wonderful professional photos of your stuff. You're not told that like you're almost dissuaded from having the honest and very raw post of you saying, look, taking a break. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. Hope you all have taken care of yourself because I wasn't, but I am now. Peace out. See you soon. That sort of stuff. Exactly. That's exactly it. And when I went into it, I wanted something that was kind of raw. Um, I mean, the photography I try to do as professionally as I can with practically no (laughs) professional (laughs) equipment. Um, I do have some, but, you know, I don't have a big, shiny, fancy studio. Mm. Um, But the tone of voice I try to have quite raw and quite open and, you know, not to... Um, a lot. I see a lot of these shops, they tend to just kind of go, here's a new product, go buy it. And not going to lie, I did that for a while as well. Yeah. Like, why aren't people liking my posts? I'm like, because they're not connecting to me as a person. And mm. if in many ways, I am the brand. The brand is not separate to me. We are one in very many ways, uh, or at least at the stage that I'm at right now where I'm the only person running it yeah and I think that that's really interesting because I wonder whether essentially now running this solo is to a certain extent giving you more reign to just put more of you into it because it is you um and being connected to it and of course if from the beginning you wanted it to be your full-time role um I wonder if that sort of impacts how you show up in it now versus say two years ago? A lot of it was we were trying to, I say we, when it was me and my business partner, we were trying to compete with bigger stores, you know, any sort of high street shops. And now um, I kind of realized, well, actually the good thing is that I'm not at all. And that's a really nice thing. I I can have customers come and, and they'll message me on Instagram or TikTok or I'll sometimes have them email me as well and we'll have a conversation Mm. Um, I've even had customers call me um, like a friend like I've made friends on there that I never in a million years thought that I would make as well Mm. as fellow shops as well who do similar things to me Um, I actually have a group of shops that we call ourselves a coven um, so shout out yeah. to my coven who are my gals absolutely love them so much I could not have done it without them we'll message each other on a daily um, I actually mm. put in the group chat about an hour ago just saying hi ladies how are you doing today what are you up to if anyone's having a bad day or just you know tips and tricks I might say 
um, having really bad engagement at the moment. Do you mind sharing my post or mm. I want to do this product? What do you think of it? Is it good? What should I price it at? Just things that it's difficult to, to, to do when you're on your own because you get too much in your head. Yeah. And you start to overanalyze and overthink everything. Um, so it's definitely, yeah, there's a lot of challenges that comes with it that you won't think about, especially when you're on your own. But if you are, if you're a team, you have a lot more to work with. Mm. A lot more people that have different skills and different specialties that I kind of do all of it. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're the one person show. And I, I love that. I love that you have that coven of fellow business owners that you can reach out to and be supported by. And, and I think very much, even the way you described it, you know, understanding that actually it's a good thing that I'm a small business owner and that I'm creating the stuff that people are buying and they can speak with me and all of those things. Because I think when we think of business, and I know this was certainly true of me, you think of the massive businesses, you think of the businesses that we all end up working in at some point <laughs> or start exactly. off working in at some point. And we think, how the hell did this start? Okay, so this is how you do, oh, you pay the big fancy people, the big fancy money to take the photos and to do the marketing and the, and when you strip it back, people just want a problem solving. People just want some delight in their life. And I think even the fact that you all have similar businesses, it just reiterates the fact that there's room for everyone. And you can have that relationship where it's like, okay, so this is my tarot deck, but if you're looking for something else or like, here's some ideas. And it's literally like, here's five links to other people who are equally awesome, who I know personally, <laughs> that also have yeah. a tarot deck that might also be for you. You make the choice. I'm just, I'm here with my, my vibe and my, um, my product. But you know, the main thing is that you, if you're interested in it, if it's your thing, if it's a gift, if it's for you, that you end up with something that you're really happy with. And here's some other small business owners that, are doing kick-ass stuff I think that's so ah so important and the difference as well is you know you can always go to H&M and go to the home department or Mm. you know buy a t-shirt from there and that's lovely um but I think there's something very special and unique to go to a small business owner and go actually I know this girl or this guy or whoever they Mm -hmm. are has been working their ass off to get this product into fruition. They've done mm. research on, you know, finding the right prices and the right manufacturers, designing it and having it shipped to them and then packing it as well, buying all the packaging. It's a very mm. long process. Um, one that I very, very much enjoy to like, I'm completely obsessed with it. The amount of nights I don't sleep because I get excited about packaging. So weird. <laughs> but. <laughs> Yeah, but, no, um, I get yeah, that. I have another friend who's like a, a product-based um, business owner and she's just like, yeah, just trying to sort out these cardboard boxes because the quality and then I ask them for their recycling standards and it's just not there. And they say it's recyclable, but it arrived in this sort of lacquer that isn't recyclable. And I'm just like, this is the attention to detail that you will not get with a giant company. Or if you do, you couldn't put your finger on it. Like now you're looking at, like, as I look at you on this screen, as we record, you are the person who chose the packaging, the tarot cards come in. You chose each design. You chose the weight of the card, card, the card card, a bit meta, but you know what I mean? Like 
that was all done lovingly by you. And this wasn't the first choice. You didn't just go, give me that one, that one, that one, that one. It was like, got some samples for this, some samples for that. I printed that out. That looks funny. I changed the ink on that. It's like all of those different things. And it's a gamble as well. You might, a lot of it will be online based. So you'll go and order a bunch of stock and just kind of hope that it turns out all right. I did that with the tarot decks. I had 500 arrive from China. Um, Mm. Spoke loads and loads with my manufacturer who were really lovely and helped me make the right decisions. But I hadn't even seen a prototype before it arrived and I ordered 500. And yeah, I was wrecking it when they arrived. I actually didn't even know when they were arriving because I didn't have the right tracking number. So they just turned up one day and I was looking a hot mess. But I was like, right, I know exactly what these boxes are. I put my tripod up and I filmed my reactions. I had like the red raw live reaction. Yeah, like I have no clue what these are going to look like, peeps. Exactly. But we're here for the journey. Yeah. And wow. it, you just see me kind of like my voice was breaking. I was still sat in my pajamas. So I, yeah, again, look like a hot mess. But <laughs> I kind of like that now. It was a very unexpected clip that I filmed of me reacting to a product. I didn't know what really what was going to, you know, I knew obviously the details, but what is it actually yeah. life was a huge difference. Wow. That is amazing. Oh, that's so amazing. Just hear the, oh, it's just the details. It's the details. And just hearing you talk about the whole journey and everything is just so, so, so inspiring. Like what, I guess what drew you to the idea in the first place? Like, what was that first product? What was that first moment? Again, with your previous business partner, I'm assuming, where it was like, let's try this thing. Yeah. So, I actually, do you know what? I have been reflecting a lot recently on the beginning versus now. Mm. And started on just me looking at my stats to sort of see what was I earning a year ago or two years ago on this. And what were good months and bad months? And then I was looking mm. at my first order, actually. Who was that? And it turned out to be a friend. I'd completely forgotten about it. Yeah. And we first started with prints because um, I had a couple of designs literally ready to go, something I just doodled up. They were really small. They were A6-sized because um, I wanted something that I could easily store because mm-hmm. I had no storage space at all. And that were easily easy to frame for people as well because you could always order a massive a3 a2 print but not everyone has the wall space but you'll have space for a little a6 print Mm. Um, it's just to put on your desk and then we went over to t-shirts and tote bags and then I started making a couple of little bits and pieces here and there so I made some jewelry um hand-painted um there were coffin plaques as well that I did for a little bit. I got kind of tired of it because it was a little bit too time consuming. I like yeah. a fast turnaround. I get tired of things very quickly as well. I'll, by the time I've designed the, the t-shirt or whatever it might be, by the time it's arrived, I'm done with it. <laughs> I'm, I'm on it's just like, I'm on to the next thing. Oh, but I, yeah, I should sell these, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'd love to like know a little bit about that because as you mentioned, you you do graphic design as well. So what was your journey to being, I guess, a 
multidisciplinary creative because if you're doing prints you're making um you're making actual physical things that I can put on my wall um as well as sort of doing graphic design um did you always know that you wanted a creative career what was that like I don't know like teenage Charlotte was that what she wanted to do absolutely 100% I actually studied advertising. So I have two degrees in advertising because I couldn't choose what I wanted to do. (laughs) And I was like, how can I do music and design and photography and drawing everything? So I was like, I'll I'll be an art director in the advertising industry. Mm. But that industry is really, really tough. And I was, you know, honestly, I just wasn't as good at that as I thought I would be. And mm-hmm. with the competition as well, you had to be top-notch really to, to do well. Um, but people slowly just started hiring me to do design because I kept doing it and I kept learning illustration and, and um, Photoshop as well. Um, and people really enjoyed it. And I was kind of like, do you know what? I think, I think this is my vibe. This is what I'm going to do. So, I mean, I finished my degree, which helped a lot because I still – learn to do ideation and strategy and planning so that Mm -hmm. helped a lot um both in my career but also with my shop because you can always design but if you don't know anything about planning ahead and researching you don't have much yeah yeah that is so true so having the business side to the creative because that's actually what enables us to be able to look up your website and actually buy something um putting it simply um and then again so so we met online last year what have um, I guess what's your experience been like across your entire career over this sort of past year we're kind of in the stage of the pandemic where we're allowed to eat outside by the way for reference people listening to this um it's going to be interesting when people listen to this in five years time they're going to be like what um but yes that's where we are right now um so you know like to say very much light is at the end of the tunnel we're seeing our way out but what's the past year been like for you it's been very confusing it's been very like what do I do now what do I approach what do I actually want to do because I was working in the music industry and I'd still like to continue doing that when things start picking up again but you know I had to sit down properly and kind of go maybe there's something else I should do in the meantime I've been focusing on my business 125 million percent (laughs) (laughs) I've not been sleeping much in the last year but it's been absolutely amazing um, I've done so much research on things I've never ventured out on before, like analytics, Google analytics, or all the different Google tools you can have. There's so many. I had no clue. Mm. Um, but it's just the old question all the time, you know, am I doing the right thing? Um, what should I be approaching next? Yeah. Um, And I guess I'm kind of learning now that you're just never going to know the answer and you kind of just have to try and plan as much as you can, but be open to what's coming and see what's, what comes your way. And if it is according to your plan, then great. But sometimes if anything, most of the time in my career or personal life as well, the best things that have happened were the completely unexpected ones, but they wouldn't have happened Mm. if I didn't do things actively yeah 
So the best things, wow, yeah. I think that that is so, I think that that's so important because it's, as you said, it is great when things go to plan, but I almost think when things go to plan, that's lovely. But when things are like totally by surprise, they can often exceed your plan or take you in a completely new direction that isn't necessarily a bad thing, even though it feels like it in the moment, especially if you're like me and you identify strongly as a planner and you like to have like step A, B, C, like ask me what I'm doing in September and I'll be able to let you know what the plan is, at least roughly by this point. So I think it's so important to understand the sort of roller coaster that it is and that the roller coaster isn't always a bad one. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying not to laugh at you saying we're both planners because I'm like, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just everywhere with lists to what to do. And um, if anything, uh, one of my friends recently said, I think you might have ADHD because you can't concentrate long enough that you need to write absolutely everything down. I went, down. Right. <laughs> No, I must admit, actually, yeah, there was a moment where I was, um, I think I was going to a training and it was an online training and it was going to be recorded. And I found myself, I was writing so many notes and I was just like, wait, let's do an experiment. What would happen if you just listened and you kind of raised the bar for the stuff that you write down? So I only wrote down like the actions that I would take from the moment because I was like, there's a recording and you're going to, if something really resonates with you, you're kind of going to remember those nuggets. Um, and it was such a very delightful experience. I can't say I do that with everything, though. The <laughs> notes keep me safe. <laughs> the notes keep me safe. Maybe this is something that I'd like to explore in therapy. Because it does take time. And, like, I, because I am a half-techie note-taker and half-hard-copy note-taker, quite often, and actually it's funny, in my... um. I'm hopping about a bit, but um, I did a strengths finder assessment and one of them on there, I can't remember what the word it is, but it basically describes that I collect stuff. I collect knowledge. Mm. So I have notebooks that I write in at the end of each notebook. I carve out time to sit down and go through the notebook and make sure that I've combed out all the ideas and the people that I've spoken to and the things that I've just jotted down and said I'd go back to, to make sure that I do. Or if I write something in like hard copy on my little notepad, I've got a little lilac notepad here, I'll type it up into a doc. So I've got brain dump docs, which I know is time consuming, but again, it just keeps me safe. <laughs> I love that though. I don't have the attention span for that at all. Uh, I don't know if it's just the way we are now. Um, I was going to say growing up. I am technically grown up, but I'm also not <laughs> an adult yet in my head. Um, by law, though, I am. Uh, I just can't focus enough, maybe because I always have loads of devices going on. So, mm. you know, now when I'm talking to you, I can see little pop-ups on my laptop and I'm trying not to look at them or, you know, I've got my phone face down because I can't look at it now because I want to concentrate. But normally I'd be um, doing, let's say if I do an online course, I'm supposed to be paying attention, but they don't mm. know what I'm doing. So I'm scrolling on Instagram at the same time commenting on people's photos because it makes my business seen and then I'm like oh, I didn't catch the last five minutes of that so I need yeah. to be much better at being able to stop what I'm doing and pay attention to what's in front of me yeah but I think I think I love that you shared this first of all and I love that we're having this conversation 
because I describe myself as a career coach that works with ambitious women. And I find we all have an element of this in common where we want to seize the opportunity with both hands, which means, yeah, I'm going to be there at the webinar live, but I also need to reply to some emails and I really want to get this idea out. I want to do this plan. I want to double check my analytics. So our brains are doing several things at once or they're doing one thing at a time, but in a very quick succession. And it's only where um, I've recently hired someone new to my team who isn't necessarily wired like that, where I've had to actually take a moment and acknowledge that not everyone is wired that way and that people move at different paces. And I have, I started off at this fast pace, but I've also learned to speed it up. Because again, like you said, in business, especially if you are multi-passionate like we are, it's like, so before I clock on for this thing, I need to make sure these emails get sent out and make sure the social media is scheduled. I need to, you have a physical product. So you're also just like, okay, so the packaging for this is like, let's, let's get those out. So your brain, in order for us to survive at the pace that we want to and really execute at the level that we want to, our to-do list is always on. Always, there's times I rewrite my to-do list just to cognitively switch on my brain to like reorder it and be like, okay, Jazz, you just did a brain dump. Brain dumps are nice. You feel light. It's all on the page. But now you need to do a to-do list for today. And then at the end of today, do a to-do list for tomorrow. And even if it means you're rewriting stuff, do that. And again, that makes me feel, okay, I've got it under control. It's in the palm of my hand. I know what's going on. Yeah. Again, happy to explore this within therapy. But I say this to say we're all wired completely. We're all wired differently. But I think that is something that I have in common with a lot of, um, a lot of women and and men, of course, like people in general, but um, where I work with women, mostly I find a lot of us work like that. Absolutely. And you want to make the most out of your time as well, don't you? So you try and multitask and do all the things at once and make the most out of your day. And then you end up absolutely exhausted at the end of the day and you, but then you can't sleep because you're too wired up and you're still thinking mm-hmm. the three last things you didn't do and you've been putting off the last four days. And I have a couple of those right now that I was hoping to do today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. a never ending story. Um, but I think the important thing is to, and this is one of the things I've been working on in the last year is to try and kind of go, do you know what, who am I hurting? by not um have done that thing mm. nobody absolutely no one is anyone going to notice that I didn't edit that video that I said I was going to edit nope just me so take a break and, and relax a little bit more um yeah I think as well with the media and like movies as well you see these movies with this really inspiring lady and she has this high paying super stressful career and she does everything <laughs> and she's wearing high heels with her smoothie walking down new york street oh my gosh yeah thinking, oh, i want to be that lady i want to be that super sexy career lady but she does not exist she doesn't she doesn't even if we were to speak to this fictional character she would even be like yeah no i don't exist i don't sorry yeah. she'd be like i'm absolutely exhausted like <laughs> Yeah. And I think it's about us redefining what that kick-ass woman looks like. Because you'd still be that. But I know for me, if that film was me, she wouldn't be in heels because they're not comfy. She'd be in some variety of UGG. Um, 
and it probably wouldn't be a smoothie it would probably be some variety of milkshake slash frappuccino sugary thing um and yeah it could still be new york yeah (laughs) definitely have a tote bag with the laptop in it um you could do it maybe like one day but you can't do it every day no you can't there will be days i like i cut my hair short quite recently but there would be what i call the top knot days where it's just like what is happening is the hair is just off the face there is no makeup there is no need the clothes that i am wearing are clean they're functional i need to get some stuff done (laughs) yeah (laughs) exactly yeah the amount of days i crawl out of bread bread crawl out of (laughs) yeah all right Exactly. The amount of days I jump out of bed and I know exactly what I need to do. I get on my laptop. I've not even put a comb through my hair or change out of my pajamas. And before I know it, it's 7 p.m. and I've got to start making dinner. And then I go and change clothes. <laughs> yep. It's just like, oh, it's eight o'clock. Are you showering? Yeah, I haven't. Yeah. Yeah, I'm showering. Yeah. yeah. PM. Okay. PM to be clear to you listeners yeah. PM okay yeah. that's the reality and to a certain extent that's something that's been afforded because I've been working remote because of sort of lockdown and things like that um and I think especially at this stage it's now about sort of redefining it and starting to unravel some of those habits that I've gotten into and then redefine okay do I want to wear makeup do I want it like the other week the other week this week I put on bright pink lippy because I was just like I'm actually tired I actually woke up at 4.30 because I'm in the process of moving my website to WordPress. So I need to feel better than I, I need to like, I need to look feel better than I feel right now. So I was just like, okay, let's put a little bit of concealer underneath the baggies, put on a hot pink lip, put on an outfit that makes you feel comfortable and confident and smash the day and then wipe it all off and sleep like an absolute baby and that can sound really weird but for me it was a conscious decision I was like today should typically be the day that I don't wear makeup because I'm tired and I'm just trying to get through but that's not how I want to face my day and also even if I am sort of not having the longest sleep or I'm waking up very early or staying up very late I'm always cognizant to check in on why am I doing this why am I doing this and quite often sometimes it's the inspiration wakes me up the inspiration yeah. keeps me up. And those are things that I don't really regret. And to that end, I do make sure that I'm accountable to it. And I'll guaranteed I will top up that sleep. You know, I'll get an early night. I'll have a nap. I'll, you know, all of those things to still fill my cup. Because again, you know, as we touched on mental health, for me, if my mental health is sliding off a cliff, it's my sleep that goes first. And that actually is my red flag to say what's going on because you can't sleep and you're doing all the things to make sure that you're not going to bed wired and you're still not falling asleep. What's happening? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, I get a lot of spurs of inspiration in the middle of the night and, or like I might not even have gone to sleep yet. And my husband will be lying next to me and he just kind of rolls around and go, just go do the thing. You won't go to sleep. <laughs> And I go, okay, I get up and I'll start doing it. It's often a design or something and I can't stop thinking about it. And I literally will not stop thinking about it until I've done it. And if anything, that's the best time for me to approach anything, even if it is the middle of the night and I know I've got an early morning. But if I don't do it, I'm going to lose the inspiration later on or the motivation. I can't be bothered now. Now I'm too tired. 
But when your heart is racing and you're so excited about something, just go do the thing and get going. Yeah. And I think that's so important because for me, so the book that made me start my business is Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. And she has a really powerful metaphor around sort of these creative sparks and these ideas have been, they've been sent to you for a reason and their job is to be brought into the world. And when we ignore them, we say later, whether that's later in life, later in whatever, again, they're just, they're just like, they're just here to get brought into the world. So then they'll just fly away to someone else. And she kind of, I'm butchering the metaphor, but she was just like, these are things to be honored. These are things to celebrate. You know, not everybody gets these ideas flowing to them. So in a sense, I kind of saw it as my duty because I've always grown up with lots of ideas. And that was a thing that it both spooked me, but inspired me and spurred me on and confirmed me as well. Because as I was reading the words on this page, I was just like, so there's lots of people like me that just get ideas random. I get ideas for things that are nothing to do with my business or my day job. Do you know what I mean? That is literally what happens. And I was just like, this is a gift. How do I honor this gift? By getting up in the middle of the night? And like scribbling my heart out and getting it out onto the page. And it's so funny, even today, I was thinking to myself that, you know, I personally enjoy writing. I love writing, but I haven't done it in a while. I haven't done that. Just I'm in a blank page, type it out. All my writing ends up, not all of it actually, ends up on my blog. Or sometimes I send really intimate, personal emails to my family with kind of what I'm going through, the lessons I'm learning. And I was just like, I've gotten into this habit of writing down my writing ideas as opposed to just writing the idea in that moment. And in that sense, I challenged myself because I was just like, Jazz, are you really honoring the inspiration? Are you honoring the creativity? Because I know those midnight sparks, when I move on them, they become the things where people DM me and they go, I needed to hear that. I needed to read that. Oh my gosh, I sent it to my friend because we had a conversation about that. And in that sense, you know, we talk a lot, or I certainly talk a lot in business about intuition. I also, in terms of like religion and faith, I identify as a Christian. And there's lots of ways that I also see my gift as something quite spiritual. I see what I do in my business as something that is destined for a specific time to meet a certain person's need or to help someone or bring somebody that inspiration. So also honoring that again brings another sort of extra like come on this is this is this is your quote-unquote work like you know in the Oprah sense what is your work what is your mission on this earth and you know and I never I just never have any regrets unless it's like three o'clock and I'm slumped but I have the regrets until I get the caffeine in my system and it's a coffee and we're good to go again but I'm you know just really honoring that inspiration it's never 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 turn out bad no exactly just going for the idea and um I've had quite a few times where I I approach an idea and I'm like I don't know how I'm gonna do it but I'm just gonna figure it out as I go Mm -hmm. and usually you do uh you might have to ask for a helping hand from someone every now and then someone might have the knowledge that you don't have Mm -hmm. a lot of times people are very willing to help um which is what I found and one of the things I've learned as well through my career is don't be afraid to ask people for help or for Mm. their advice um because you know I used to always think no I'm going to sort it out myself I'll do everything on my own that's how I'm going to prove that I'm um 
sort of worthy of what I'm doing or something silly like mm. that. But actually, you're never going to be able to do something on your own. You're always going to need someone to do something for you or help you in some way. Yeah. And you always pay that back in in whatever way that you can, depending on what that might be. Um, like with with my my coven group on um, uh, my other shops um, that I talk to on a daily basis. We very often um, give advice to each other. And of course, when they're asking for advice, I'll tell them absolutely everything that I can. Uh, yeah. When I knowledge. Yeah, definitely. We lose nothing by living generously and operating our businesses generously because what's for us will be for us, yeah. regardless. And what isn't won't be. Um, we just focus on kind of being and just existing and just moving forward. Oh, so many lessons, so many gems. What's your career teaching you right now? Um, I was thinking about this earlier and I've had a, a couple of things. I was thinking, oh, I could I could say this, I could say that. <laughs> uh, but I think, do you know what? It might sound a little bit cliche, but it's research and not necessarily just any kind of research, but research on things you know you're not good at and figuring it out and if you can't figure it out find someone who can figure it out for you so that kind of ties in what we were just talking about is asking for help so for example I'm absolutely terrible with numbers and analytics and all that that comes with it but I have friends who work with that as their career so I'll ask them you know do you have a podcast that I should read uh, listen to or do you have a, a book I should read or a blog or anything like that that might put me in the right direction and um, mm. often more times than not they'll actually you know you'll ask for a finger they'll give you the whole hand they'll just go yeah. I don't have a book but let me just tell you how it works and they'll sit down and they'll arrange time to sit down with you um, and if it's someone that you don't know as much, I've I've found as well um, that quite often I'll just reach out to someone and say, hey, do you know what? Love what you do. Love what you stand for. Um, I want to, I aspire to be on your level by kind of saying those things to them. They, you know, they feel better mm -hmm. as well and they get excited because you're excited and and you can get talking about your 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 passion that you have in common and yeah it's from just that so just reaching out and doing your research that can be google or that can be reaching out to people um, and of course books and there are so many free books online that you can read you don't have to pay for them always if you're if you're broke and you're struggling um that's one of the things i found uh, a lot through my career, I was felt like I couldn't find the resources that I needed because I couldn't afford to to go to that university to do that course or, or yeah. do course or whatever it might be. But actually, if you dig a little bit deeper, you will find quite a lot. Mm. That is that is just so amazing. Um, and exactly what you said around sort of, you know, you ask for a finger, they give a whole hand because I think it's remembering everybody has their own day one when exactly. everything was new to them. Um, I even had a similar experience this week. Somebody reached out to me on Twitter 
Um, and she was just like, hey, I'm doing my first workshop. And at the beginning of the year, I came to one of yours and I, like you did this PDF that was designed and we could write in it. What did you use for that? And I was just like, yeah, no problem. Um, yeah, I just used Canva and then this Adobe thing that does it. It's the paid one. It blah, blah, blah. And I was just all too happy to share. I was just like, let me know if you've got any questions. Happy to do a little mini video on how I did it and stuff like that. And she was just like, thank you so much. And she also then told me that she's still using the workbook that um, went alongside the workshop that I did in January. And I was just like, that's so amazing. I never not want to hear that. Do you know what I mean? That sentence might not grammatically make sense, but hopefully you all know what I mean. I'm always down to have conversations um, about anything that I'm doing that you want to know how. Um, and anything that I've done that is still sort of impacting what you do. Um, so yeah, well, ask for help. You have like a nice story from that as well. I love that. Mm, yeah. It's like, and this is what I mean. It's like, honor the muses, peeps, honor the muses. Oh, where can people find you, everything that you've described, witching, um, your design services, your journey, where can we connect? Yeah, so for my design services, my website is charlottesimonson.com. That's spelled Simon as in the name Simon and then S-E-N at the end. Um, and then my shop is witchin with an N at the end. Uh, that'll be witchin.co.uk um, or witchin store on all platforms. So TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, the likes. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing your journey and your wisdom with us here today. It's been an absolute pleasure. It's been amazing. Thank you so much for having me on. This was so much fun. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Phenomenal Career Podcast, where you hear the how, why and what it takes to build a career that stands out. Don't forget to leave a review and reach out on social media to let us know what you think. I'd love to hear from you. Did you also know you can work with me to create your own phenomenal career through coaching in the Career Clubhouse? You can even invite me to work with your whole team through group coaching and interactive workshops. Check the links in the show notes for more info. As ever, I wish you nothing less than a phenomenal career.